I'm Junior Francis and saying welcome uh, to the fifth episode of the History of LASKIA one-on-one -on -one session. Now, today's featured guest is the young veteran guitarist and band leader for such outstanding bands as the Arlington's Irie Beats and now Arise Roots, Robert Sotella. The cosmic greatness of ska, rocksteady and reggae are uniting all of us. By the way, this is the producer, Eric Kohler. This is his brilliant idea. And really, I'm sure join every moment of us of it. We'll be joined momentarily by Robert. He's somewhere waiting in the wing, like a coach lion, like a tiger to take charge. Robert, how is everything? Good, thank you. How are you? Very good, man. Second time we're meeting up today. Huh? Yes, look at that. We're catching <laughs> up. We're catching up. <laughs> Making up for the last time. It's going to take more than one evening or one night, as the case may be, for us to catch up. <laughs> yeah, man. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, I, I, well, for the benefit of uh, the listeners who just arrived now, I want to ask again, how what have you been doing? Um, pretty good, you know. Uh, happy mm. to be uh, healthy here, safe, uh, you know, just... Right. Trying to, you know, do our part here, our family, just trying to be safe and uh, not get anyone sick, you know, mm. <laughs> not get ourselves sick. Um, and hopefully trying to get through this pandemic uh, along with everybody else. Mm -hmm. And how about yes. your, ex your, your mother, father, parents? Okay, well, my parents are both uh, resting in peace. So they're, mm. they're, they're, doing Join. they're doing amazing up there watching me right now. Join uh, the club. Join the yeah, club. Yes. And uh, my my wife's uh, parents are are at home. They're they're doing well. You know, uh, staying safe as well. And mm -hmm. uh, wife and daughter are doing well. Right. And mention your wife and daughter by name. Oh yeah, my wife's name uh, Julie Sotelo. Uh, mm -hmm. Hi Julie. Hi Julie. Uh, amazing teacher. Um, and my daughter, um, eight year old, uh, amazing daughter. Um, uh, her name is Mia Elise Sotelo. Yes, indeed. and uh, that that's it. And then I got my dogs, you know. <laughs> All <laughs> my right, dogs, so, my cats. Yeah, <laughs> we we won't have you introduce the dogs. <laughs> yes, right sir. On. So the first question, Omar, how uh, did you get started in this music? Ska music. I, yes, uh, right. I want to be specific. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I um, anytime I'm interviewed. That's, I just automatically go into my ska days, you know, because mm. that's just, I, I mean, I had, that's where I had so much fun, you know, that's where I met many long, long, you know, long time friends. Um, and it's just, uh, it's been an amazing ride uh, in, in that whole ska scene of Los Angeles. Um, I got started, uh, you know, as a kid, I heard like two-tone here and there and stuff like that. And um uh, I I remember there was this uh this man selling like pirate cassettes. You know he was <laughs> he was pirating cassettes and back uh, in the day. Yeah, yeah, and and he had like uh, he was selling cassettes. He had like Bob Marley Survival on there. He had some UB40, uh, you know, along with other whatever pop music. This was like in uh, mid '80s. Uh, I was a little kid, um, and you know I asked my mom for for ten bucks, which is a lot of money. All right, oh, you ten bucks. That at that time, uh, ten, asking your mom for 10 bucks, I was like, I want to buy these cassettes. You know, the guy was selling them for three bucks a piece. So I, I, bought, uh, I bought Survival. Uh, I bought uh, uh, Lee Scratch Perry Sessions, uh, Bob Marley Lee Scratch Perry ses Sessions. And, uh, and I bought a U UB40 cassette. And uh, that was like my introduction to, to, like, uh, to, the, to reggae, right? And then 
from there, you know, learning, hearing those Lee Scratch Perry uh, recordings, um, I was curious, what, what is this? Is the, it sounds like oldies to me, but it's not from here, you know, it's, it's different. And I, I slowly started digging, uh, asking people about it and, and just slowly digging backwards from the reggae. And then I just jumped all the way over into the ska. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I, I, I remember also like hanging out with friends um, in, uh, in high school back in the 90s. I was hanging out with some friends and uh, we used to go cruising in a little Volkswagen bug. And uh, I remember my buddies would always play like, uh, they would play, like let's go bowling. Uh, they, uh, my buddy's brother, uh, my, brother, my buddy Noe Santana, who will, will, will reach him in a little bit uh, when we talk about Irie Beats and Allentons. But Noe Santana, his brother is Efren Santana, who's in, uh, in Hepcat. Okay. And uh, Efren was in a band called uh, Farmers Without Shoes and The Scandals. They were out of Bell Gardens. Uh, back in back in the 90s and that was another introduction just being around Efren Efren playing the music and uh, and just being around all those people that are into the ska and I got into the two-tone I got into like the 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 California ska that was going on in in the 90s um, and then like I said I continued digging backwards into scatolites and then I found the scatolites and scatolites just changed my world Changed right. my world, yeah. So I really and truly want to thank your mom. That's where the corruption began. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. that's ten bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Ten dollars. But, uh -huh. <laughs> but to stray away from the um the, the points you made, and you made yeah. so many wonderful points. But I'll never forget that Sunday evening when we were in the valley at Sean's restaurant, and you were there, I think, doing an acoustic set. I can't remember exactly. And you said you were going to form a band. You're moving away from Skia. And that was one of the saddest <laughs> moments in my entire life on planet Earth. When you said, yeah, I think yeah. we're moving away from Skia. It's a reggae band. And yeah. that was so sad. It, it I, still remains. Know, and I, I have very poor memory, but I remember that Sunday. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to break your heart. I didn't mean to. And no, you know, and, and, and it's not that I moved away from Scott. Like, I went through a point, uh, I think from like 2007 through like 2009, where I kind of decided I'm not going to play live music anymore. I was going through just personal, personal things going on in my family, my life. And I just felt I was overwhelmed. And it started affecting me. It started affecting my gigging, my playing, uh, rehearsals with bands and stuff like that. And I just decided, you know, I'm taking a break. I'm not going to play music anymore. I don't want to be in a band anymore. I don't want anything to do with, with this. I'm going to live my life. And um, excuse me, I'm going to take a drink. I'm going to live my life and, uh, and just be a normal citizen of the world, you know? <laughs> and, um, and, and then uh, in 2009, I, I, I got hit up by um, a group and I started playing with them. And, and then uh, through that group, I met uh, uh, Ron Montoya, who's, uh, the, he was the original founder and drummer of Arise Roots. And, um, and he hit me up and he said, hey, I want you to come down and uh, meet up with these guys and see if you're interested in jamming with us. And I was like, eh, eh, whatever. I remember uh, hopping in my car, telling my wife, I'm going to go jam out with these guys and see what happens. See, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not ready for this, but I'm going to give it a shot because Ron asked me to. And, uh, and yeah, and that's how I ended up going to the first Arise Roots rehearsal. And uh, I, met, I met the guys and I remember meeting Kareem, uh, Kareem Israel, the lead singer. 
And after that rehearsal, I remember going up to Kareem and putting my arm around him. I just met him that, that night. Put my arm around him. I was like, dude, you're going to be a star. And we're going to be stars together. Arise Roost is going to become something. We're going to do this. And that was 10 years ago. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And you guys are still married. The band, you're still married to the band. You have yes, sir. Yeah, man. That, that's, I mean, it, it became <laughs> my full-time full -time gig. Of course, the Allentons uh, still have played. Uh, we usually play like once a year lately, you know, um, about this time of the year. During Thanksgiving week, uh, we always play a, an annual show. And uh, it's unfortunate this year we don't get to do it. Uh, uh, we're all bummed out about that. So, uh, yeah, going back to my roots of my, my music, uh, the Allentons. <laughs> Yeah, so the first band you joined was the Ira Beat. Uh, first band that I started, uh, actually started, was the Allentons. That was my Allentons. first band. Yeah, mm -hmm. the Allentons. Tell and, us uh, how that came. Uh, um, the formation so, of the band. Yeah, Allentons. Um, how did it start? Okay, uh, a couple friends of mine. Um, they were they were in the band for a short period of time, but because of our uh, friendship um, and we were going to college together, um, we. We decided, hey, let's let's start a ska band, <laughs> you know. And at, at that time, uh, the the DJ there at uh, is Long Beach City College. He uh, he kept on getting free tickets uh, to concerts, and he just started giving us free tickets to to like uh, we would catch like Skankin' Pickle, all those uh, those third wave style bands. We would catch those bands, um, um, and then I went to I caught like caught tickets to go see Mob Town, my buddy uh, Wally Wally Carl. Uh, uh, anyways. So in college, um, my friend Richard Chaitis and uh, Luis Garcia, um, they were horn, horn players. And uh, them, myself, um, we decided to start scouting out people. Um, and, and also my buddy Noe Santana. Noe played trumpet in the band at that time. Uh, and uh, we decided, uh, let's go tonight uh, and catch uh, this group uh, called Mob Town at, uh, at the Rumpus Room. And... Uh, and and it was, I think it was one of your shows with, 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 with Eric at the Rumpus Room. You guys are throwing the, the weekly Cup of Joe shows or something like that. I forgot what it was called. But uh, uh, that's where we met uh, Tommy. Uh, and that's where I met my good buddy, uh, Wally Caro uh, from Mobtown, who's actually hanging out in my garage right now with, with my are wife. You kidding? They're, they're wow. hanging out. They're, they're, they're probably <laughs> watching, watching this and laughing at me. But... <laughs> uh, but uh, that's where I met Wally, and uh, and uh, that's where I met Tommy, and uh, mm -hmm. we hit up we hit up Tommy. Let's uh, join the band, Tommy. You know, and he's like, well, I don't know. Let's see. You know, he's uh, in, and uh, we got together, and uh, we started out playing really fast, like upbeat ska. You know, really just finding ourselves, trying to find what what we wanted to do. You know, and uh, over time, you know, rehearsing and playing our first gig and that we started developing ourselves and and actually learning how to play ska uh, more proper and i think as as it got proper as we started getting you know better and understanding the the whole technique of how to play ska um i think that's when yourself and and eric probably noticed us and decided to contact us about backing up uh mr eric monty morris that was in 97 and uh that was like one of our first backup gigs, you know. We got to back up a, a, a legend, uh, Monty Morris, which is unforgettable. And uh, I still, to this day, keep touch with Eric Monty Morris through now through Instagram and Facebook. So it's, uh, it's been a long-lasting uh, relationship, which is thankful. I'm thankful to you guys for that.
I kid you not. I came to rehearsal, and when I when I heard you on the guitar, I was blown away. I said, "Are you kidding me? We have these guys playing like this in Los Angeles." I know. I said, I, I, yes, it's going to be a good show. It's confident. Uh, because before I, that, we I think we did Justin Hines, and he was with his touring band Eric yeah. and I, and uh, Louis. So we yeah. didn't have to worry about local band. But yeah. when you when I came to the rehearsal, I heard that sound. I said, "You have guys in Los Angeles can play like because that was the first time I was really exposed to." So, yeah, you know, group from Los Angeles, back in legend from Jamaica. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. And my confidence, yeah, to the ceiling. <laughs> thank you for that. I thank you. That. <laughs> and and I appreciate that confidence and your belief in in us and myself, whatever. Um, I feel like uh, I was telling Eric Kohler earlier that uh, I feel like uh, yourself and Eric really had a huge part in, in, in helping me become a, a more established musician in this whole scene of ours here in Los Angeles. Uh, um, and so I'm grateful to that. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm never going to forget that and always indebted to you guys for that. And you guys may not think it's a big deal, but I do. <laughs> right. And Eric is the producer of this uh, podcast. Yes, absolutely. Right. I just want to highlight him. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. So I want to uh, pay homage to your hometown. I know I'm Los Angeles, you know, it's a massive city, but specifically yeah. and primarily, where in Los Angeles are you from? When okay, I say so, Los Angeles, it covers the entire area. Okay. Even all the way uh, well, to San Diego. Yeah. I call well, Los Angeles. For the benefit of this conversation about people who live outside of. Okay. So yeah, Los Angeles County, of course, is a huge county and we're currently in the purple tier uh, in the COVID stages. So yeah, stay home, everybody. But anyways, uh, um, the, I was born and raised in Bell Gardens, California, which is in uh, southeast Los Angeles, mm -hmm. um, over kind of like by the 710 freeway and the 5 freeway uh, near the, those areas, if you're familiar with Los Angeles. Uh, so yeah, born and raised in Bell Gardens. Uh, that's where I've, I've, I've made some of my uh, I, I have some of my oldest friends that are from there. Um, one that uh, I keep in touch with, which I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with, uh, Chiquis, Eddie Lasoya from uh, The Expanders now. Um, but he was also with Irie Beats. Uh, yeah. um, um, and from Bell Gardens, uh, I ended up moving to Maywood, uh, California, which is another uh, town uh, maybe about 5, 15 minutes away from Bell Gardens. And now currently I'm, uh, I live here in, in Whittier, California. And uh, this is where I've uh, decided we're going to lay our new roots uh, to raise our daughter and uh, live, mm -hmm. out our live out our life. <laughs> I, I don't know why I was thinking you're from Downey. Hmm. Okay, Downey. And probably thought that because uh, I mentioned like uh, the Rumpus Room and, and Downey because Bell Gardens is, is next to Downey. And uh, um, uh, yeah, I probably met you in Downey. <laughs> oh, okay. No, we, well, I remember specifically at the Montemarie show. Oh, okay. I, I said, who is this guy playing guitar like this? <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so you've been referred to affectionately and lovingly as the junior wrangling. <laughs> junior that's wrangling? The, that's the highest compliment we're talking is, about. You know, yeah, Ernest I've, Wrangling. It's been a... Ernest uh, Wrangling. That's I've, a high compliment. I've really had to practice a lot because of those comments because uh, I don't like to look like a fool, you know, on stage. <laughs> so, uh, I, you know, it's a... Uh, it's a, it's a high standard to 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 have to live up to um you know being you know he was self taught so yeah. uh, how did you learn how to play the guitar 
self-taught myself i still haven't got i still haven't taken a lesson don't ask me to teach you anything i can you can watch me play and, and, and if you're good at watching and observing and learning how to play go for it uh have at it but yeah uh all self-taught you know just using my ear um and uh and struggling and learning note by note chord by chord and over the years just uh just developing that yeah nice yeah so once i asked a young lady in that interview, mm -hmm. I remember on the radio, yeah. where when she was born, and I was met with massive rejection, massively rejected. When so, when she was born? When okay. right. So okay, you don't when. ask a, a woman that question. <laughs> but I'm gonna ask you when were you born? I, I'm trying to play. Uh, okay. Safe. You can, no, you can yeah. skip it. How dare you <laughs> ask me that? When Junior, you see, because, <laughs> because we're far away. You can't do anything here. But if we were on the radio, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not embarrassed of that. I'm actually, I'm, I'm proud of being uh, older nowadays. You know, I'm, I, I, I like, I like being an older, older dude, being able to, you know, talk to the younger musicians, and uh, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like um, this is how the elders of Jamaican music may have felt when they were asked questions. You know, like when somebody came up to them and and asked them, you know, they're an elder. You know, so I, I feel like. I feel respected because of that. You know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm only 45. I'm still young. I was born in 1975. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, the interesting, right. And again, yeah. in Bell Gardens. In Bell Gardens, in my house. <laughs> I, I, I never made it to the hospital. My mom said I was impatient and I popped out in the bed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Old school. Oh, because, yeah, in Jamaica, everybody is born at home. So here yeah. is hospital. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, right. So, yeah, midwife. Uh, yeah, yeah. No midwife, no midwife. It was right. just my, my mom and dad. All right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. taking into consideration, a time is a big factor. Yeah. Now we move to Irebeat, the formation oh. at Irebeat. What role did you play? Okay. And on or about when? Okay. Irebeat is interesting because uh, while the Allentons were rehearsing uh, in one side of the city of Commerce uh, in East LA area, um, as soon as we were done with that, I would go jam out with my buddies, uh, Tom Ochoa and Henry Vega and, uh, and, and Noe Santana. We, we would jam out um, up the street just, just, to, just to play you music. You weren't being just loyal? Uh, I mean, I, they, is the guy, such a word that's misloyal? They, 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 probably, they probably thought that, but, you know, I, I felt like I also wanted to, uh, there, was, there came a point where I also wanted to play reggae, you know? I wanted to play dub. I wanted to play... <laughs> Mm. Not, uh, I, I love my ska, and it, that's, mm. I mean, it's so much fun to play ska and be up on the stage dancing and grooving and all that, but also my reggae. I love playing my reggae, and I feel like uh, Irie Beats was just, like, my training ground, okay? Mm. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, 90, 95, Irie Beats uh, formed uh, in, uh, in Commerce, in a garage right there in Commerce, uh, and... Uh, from there, what was uh, we, we we just became a band and we found a name and uh, and and that was it history. <laughs> right. So my next question, though, I know yeah. we we talked about you back in Monte Morris and yeah. how memorable that was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What some of the other legends you may have backed over the years and. I'm inclined to believe the list is so extensive. We may need two shows, <laughs> but, but then I could be wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, so a lot of the shows that, that you guys put on back in the days, uh, um, Rico Rodriguez was just 
an amazing one to back up. That was uh, I was in awe just being around him and the presence being around him. Uh, Monty Morris, uh, Leroy Sibbles from the Heptones. That was interesting. That was dope because when he hopped on that bass and we got to <laughs> play along with him, that was that was an amazing feeling. Just being behind the artist, just standing there like, I'm watching this guy. I'm on stage with this guy, you know? Um, who else? Uh, I got to back up like Frankie Paul with, uh, with Ja Faith. Ja Faith and the Royal Lineage Band. Uh, we backed up uh, um, Frankie Paul. That was just uh, Ja Faith and the Royal Lineage was another uh, project that kind of was happening during that whole time. Uh, actually, they we came in later, like 2005 uh, era. Um, what else? Who else? Um, uh, Keith and Tex, most recently, uh, backed up Keith and Tex uh, uh, several times. Uh, pretty much every time they've been out here in LA, I've got to play with them. Um, and they're just sweet people to be around. Uh, um, and then those Lynn Tate guitar licks. I mean, I was honored to play those guitar licks. They, they started calling me, uh, and you said Junior Wrangling. Well, they started calling me Junior Tate. <laughs> and, and I, so I, I was like, oh, gosh, which, am I, which am, am I? You know, so, I mean, it's just an honor to be even uh, associated with those two names because those are my heroes, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, so um, where, where were we? Oh, Backing Up Legends. Um, um, and now, like, with, uh, uh, with the Rise Roots, not necessarily backing up, but we're doing, like, collaborations and stuff. So we've gotten to more modern artists like Capleton. Uh, we have had Turbulence on it. And some of the modern uh, reggae artists that are out there right now collaborating with us. But, yeah, going back to the legends. Um, I, uh, but for the, benefit, for the benefit of uh, our viewers, yeah. can you explain to the viewers mm -hmm. who Lintate and oh, Lin Ranglin are? Who are these okay. men that you have okay. equate you with? Yeah, uh, Ernest Wrangling is a, a, a stellar guitar player. Nowadays, he's more known for, for his jazz, jazz, uh, um, uh, the music that he's putting out right now. Uh, but historically, it's, it's reggae, it's ska. You know, he's, he's famous for being, uh, playing with, with the Scatolites and, and just countless recordings, hundreds, maybe thousands uh, of recordings out of Jamaica. Um, so he was kind of like the go-to uh, uh guitar player to go to you know get him on your recordings because he just had the licks and the sound oh my god that that sound that the wah sound the reverb sound his 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 hollow body sound it's just i i i love those tones that I'm, and i'm all about tone this is so, this is like a classroom for me now because i don't even know what those <laughs> things are <laughs> so yeah uh so wrangling is uh is uh um out of jamaica uh, along with uh, Lin Tate. Lin Tate. This from Trinidad for the benefit of the yes. audience. This from yes, sir. Trinidad and yes. Tobago came to Jamaica, made it his home. You pick up the story from there now. Yeah, as are ma many, many are artists that play uh, reggae music or rock steady music. They were also from Trinidad, from the islands, you know, <laughs> not, not, not necessarily just from Jamaica. They may have lived and recorded in Jamaica, but they were born in other countries. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, Lin Tate. Um, he had a group called Lin Tate and the Jets. Uh, he's famous for, for the rock steady, like that picking sound, uh, um, like uh, on Alton Alice's uh, Get Ready, uh, rock steady, everybody get ready. You know, those, those, those picking licks. And, uh, uh, and he also played on thousands of songs. Uh, there's also another guitar player in there, um, which uh, he's actually out of Australia. Uh, his name is Dennis Sindri. And Dennis Sindri was known for 
like the really polished jazzy type solo. So like when you're listening to like an old Scatterlights recording and you hear that really technical, polished, really smooth sounding jazz guitar solo kind of stuff. You think I would know yeah, what? You'd yeah, have to yeah, be yeah. more specific. Point yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe but, if not now, but in the future, for reference. Yeah, but Dennis Hendry is, is, was known for, for that. And he was part of the Caribs, um, which is uh, earlier on playing like Mento. And they played like uh, uh, Calypso style music um, in like the hotels, in the resorts, back in the late 50s through, through the early 60s. Uh, so that, he's also another art, a guitar player that I'm, I'm fond of as well that came out of Jamaica in those early days. Mm -hmm. So yeah. you mentioned the 60s. So let's stay with the 60s. Yeah. Now, as you know, the music coming out of New Orleans, uh, Florida, Cuba, and mm -hmm. Africa influenced the Kia musicians. Yeah, absolutely. And, which is where you got your influence from. How about yeah. Latin musicians? Uh, how did R they influence you? Uh, like Latin music... Uh, uh, I grew up, um, my family's from El Salvador, Central America, and mm. my parents really loved uh, like cumbia music. Uh, and so cumbia was played often in my house. So those uh, island type of rhythms, you know, they had a, uh, and the cumbia has a similar type of like a skank sound, you know, that, that kind of feel. Um, and so I, that, I think that's why it was easy for me to gravitate toward your uh, traditional Jamaican scuff in the 60s because they both had like that just danceable feel to it, you know? Um, so yeah, that, that's, I, I think uh, the cumbia, cumbia had an influence on myself as well. Um, just a, a lot of my like current licks, the way I play, uh, I, I do influence like a little Latin, a Latin style in there. Um, Historically or more contemporary? Um, um, a little bit of both, I say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, I am Latino, so it just it comes out naturally. <laughs> <laughs> you mean in terms of the, picking up the cumbia style of the Latin Americans? Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. So now we move to your current band, Arise mm -hmm. Roots. Yeah. And yeah. I mentioned before, uh, when you were out in the valley, that... Sunday evening, <laughs> when you said <laughs> to me and Eric that you were going to form a band. Yeah. We said, and I, I remember specifically asking you what. You said, no, it's, it's a reggae band. We're kind of moving away. I'm we're moving away. <laughs> you know, at, at, and at that, at that I'm time... I'm not trying to rub it in. <laughs> no, sir. But look, at, 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 at that time, though, there, there was just this period where, like, the in the LA ska scene just kind of like fizzled away, right. it, it, uh -huh. and it was it was sad times. It just disappeared. And, sad, profoundly and, sad. You know, and and I I I just uh, I've always been a fan of reggae, and uh, and I just I gravitated to it, and it just comes naturally to me. I feel it, it's just something that whenever I write a song, it's it's reggae or ska or rocksteady. It just comes out like that. Um, so yeah, at that time, I just felt like. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I have the opportunity to play with these guys and they're sounding great and I, I see potential in, in Arise Roots and I see that we could develop something and we could, we could do something with this. So I just felt it, there was, there was, it was worth my time and effort uh, to put into this band, into Arise Roots. Right. And how many years has it been now? 
10 years and December it will be 10 years. Wow, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Talking yeah, about yeah. longevity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, Allentons are 25 years because we've never officially broke up. All right. <laughs> oh, there you go. All <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonderful. So, so we've, we're just at the halfway point, and for the okay. benefit of our viewers, I want to remind them that I'm Junior Francis, and you are Robert Sotelo, and this is the fifth episode of the History of Eleskia, and we're presently in conversation. It's not too late for friends and relatives to join us. We are the History <laughs> of Eleskia. <laughs> How many no, people we got? Too late, we, yeah. got we got uh, three, two viewers. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no, it's way beyond that. So we really and truly want to invite your friends, my friends, and of course, listeners from around the world. You know, with modern technology, which for which I'm so grateful, yeah. because we are locked inside as a result of the pandemic, that we can go online and have, uh, you know, episodes like this. Yeah, this is, this is uh, fantastic. This is yeah. number five, and it's been quite a success and a pleasure and a yeah. privilege to have you. If in the event that I hadn't said that earlier, or if I missed to say that at the tail end, Right, so let's go back to now Arise Roots. Okay. It's 10 years. Are you pleased with the direction in which the band is going? Um, you know, we, uh, it, it, it took me a little bit to kind of, uh, kind of break from that shell of, of just being, uh, you know, associated with the Roxetti and the ska and that whole, that picking clean guitar sound, which uh, I, if it were up to me, I'd be, that's all I'd be playing still. But you know, for the sake of, of the band and the direction that we've gone and, uh, you know, uh, I, I, being a, a modern reggae band, uh, using modern recording techniques, um, you know, I, I feel like my sound has, has adjusted for that band, for the band. Um, uh, and uh, what I think I lost track of what my train of my thought there, but mm -hmm. does that make sense? Well, to you? Let, me, let me reiterate the question then. Well, what are some of the distinctive differences that you've seen between Arise Roots, Ivory Beats, and Allentons, and in your oh, playing? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think over the years, it's just my development personally, you know, like, uh, and like I mentioned earlier with Ivory Beats, I felt that was my training ground because a lot yes. of times we, we'd play instrumentals and I was just noodling all around, just soloing, trying to do the, the play, the, the, the melody on my, on my guitar versus singing it because I just don't feel I have the singing voice. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I, I just feel like Arise Roots is a, a mature, a mature <clears throat> Robert, you know, uh, but I can still be, you know, I can still do the ska and the rock steady and that's never going to leave me. That's always in my blood. And, but yeah, I, the differences are, you know, Allenton's ska, uh, 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 Irie Beats is uh, like a, a dub, uh, reggae, uh, East LA, Los Angeles sound, I would say, real California roots reggae. We've been doing it since '90s, so so I mean that's the original Cali reggae. Uh, I don't know what that's this right. new. I don't I know what this. Right. I don't know what this new stuff is. <laughs> we said, I second. And even with the Rise Roots, you know, I, I don't consider us the, the Cali reggae. That's just a, a, a hashtag or whatever it is. And, and it is, I mean, there's California Roots Reggae, which is a, a, an established organization. And it's been great to open doors for bands like Arise Roots. And Arise Roots, uh, if people dig into Arise Roots, they're going to find out about me and find out about my history, Allentons and Irie Beats. And, and that's what, that's kind of like, 
uh, I don't know. I, I feel I'm grateful that, that through that digging, digging around, they can find out more about what I've done in the past. It's not just all Arise Roots, all Arise Roots, you know. Um, but um, I, I, I'm, I'm happy right now with the direction we've got, gone in. You know, I haven't left the band. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, you know? right. We, we won't get to Capleton as yet. That would be jumping the gun. Yeah. There's a new album uh, that you might want to talk about, your latest effort. Yeah. Is, is yeah. that the same one with, with Capitan or a different one? Um, actually, if you buy the vinyl, it has all of our singles. On, there's a second album on there, and it has uh, a lot of our singles on there. If you buy the CD, um, it's, it's just the new release, and it has, the, I think, 14, 15 tracks. Um, I, I actually have the record over here so somewhere. We're talking about while you look for the record, you get two for the money. There you go. You get so this for the money. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. You get your you get your 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 uh, B and C record, and that one has all the all the singles on there. And it's um, in album format, the traditional format. This, yeah, this is vinyl. Yeah, this is a yes, record. Yes, that's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. That yeah. has all the details about the artist. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. song, the yeah. length of the songs. Yeah, yeah. The musicians, and, their names. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Old, just the the way Reload you school. know. Yeah, I mean, I, the way I wish it still was, you know, because mm -hmm. nowadays you just click and download the, you, the song you want to hear, boom, and you may never even look at the credits. You may not know who the, who's in the band, you know. You just like the song, and and that's it. And it's it's cool for the streams and all that, but uh, you know, it's <laughs> uh, I I mean, if it were up to me, I just just buy rec still buy records and uh, even CDs, you right. know. So let's talk about the availability. Where can people get the album? Um, if they want to help us out, especially during this time, and they, they should to, help you guys out. Yeah, yeah, they can go to our website, uh, ariseroots.com. Right there, you can you can order the vinyl. You can get T-shirts, uh, um, CDs, um, whatever merch we have available. Uh, go there and please order, buy. Um, we, we appreciate it. All the money that goes into that, uh, we reinvest it. We we fund ourselves. We don't have. Uh, we 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 are signed to a label, but. We, we don't use their funds. We use our own funds. So everything... Why is that so, sir? Um, I, I, I'm, I just the pride, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> you know, we yeah, like... So being, they give you money to produce an album and you reject. Yeah. Well, I, we'd rather them use that for marketing and putting the record out, you know? Versus, I see. Yeah. We, 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 we fund all of our, our merch. We fund all of our, our albums and all that. And, and uh, you know, we just sell it. Especially, we sell most of our stuff on tour. Uh, mm -hmm. all, all bands, you know, on tour, that's where right. you make your money selling your merch. Uh, so how is the online sales now? Um, actually, that you guys are not able to go out and hit the road. Yeah, you know, fortunately, yeah, we do have a, a, a great record label behind us, Ineffable Records. And uh, Ineffable Records just does an amazing job of marketing and promoting the album and, uh, and just getting us out there. Um, so the word is out there. And then from there, people trickle in and start going to our website and buy the merch. Um, and uh, fortunately, sales are, are, are doing well. And, uh, you know, we've, we, we've gotten ourselves out of debt, you know, out of our own debt, uh -huh. uh, you know, because we, we had to buy a van. We had to, you know, invest into our merchandise. There's an initial investment. It's like, it's like a business, you know. You, mm -hmm. you have that initial investment. And, and from there, you, you grow that and you reinvest it. And, uh, yes. you know, that. For us, for us, it's really just about having merchandise available for people to purchase. It's not really about making the profit off of it, you know. Um, uh, I, I don't know if you meant. I remember you mentioned earlier in uh, in the little the promo, you know, that that I have a day job, 
And I do. Yeah, I have a day job and I, I, I work uh, every day. I work uh, and I'm able to support myself that way. So when it comes to music, uh, I'm not really doing it for the money. It's still not doing it for the money. I'm, I'm doing it just but for you, But the... it should be, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean... At if, your uh, level of musicianship, I yeah, think it should be. I mean, uh, I'm not saying that there isn't anything coming in uh, that I'm broke or anything, through, but 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 uh, I'm fortunate to just not even have to worry about that. I can play music and not worry about it, you know? Well, that's uh, good. Mm -hmm. So, uh, that, and I think, yeah, I'm one of the lucky ones that, are, uh, you know, I get to, during this time, while, while no bands are playing live music, not making money, mm -hmm. I'm still fortunate to be uh, working and making some, some, some cash there. So we're still on the subject of Arise Roots. How many members are in the band? And is it the original lineup? Has there uh, been some there's some there's been some changes um our original drummer ron montoya uh he's the one that put us together just gathered us together and uh and uh, we toured for for several years together uh he was with us for at least eight eight years at, at least eight years um he went on to do his own thing and uh uh so he was the founder um then we have uh, rodolfo covarrubias who plays so the, the bass party, the, the parting was there was no animosity hostility no 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 it was all mutual you know it was just just mm -hmm. life life you know decision and uh, that's what he chose and and we're we're happy for him and he's happy for us that's it and we're still buddies mm -hmm. um uh yeah and then we have rudy on the bass uh, rodolfo covarrubias uh todd johnson his original as well he's on the keys um uh, Kareem Israel, our lead singer, our, the voice of the band, uh, also original and still with us. So that's the, that's the core band right there. Mm -hmm. uh, cur currently, we have uh, Blake Coley playing uh, drums with us. He, he plays with, the, uh, I guess, most notably uh, the Lions out of Los Angeles, which is a killer band. Uh, and we're fortunate to have him because he's a solid drummer. Mm -hmm. uh, on, uh, on our album, our last album, we had several drummers record with us. We had Winston Peters. Um, he's out of the Valley. Uh, and we had uh, also Zebby, uh, Zebby's last name, but Zebby, uh, Zebby played drums with us. Zebby's been playing around for, for, for many years uh, in the local reggae scene. He's back up one of the finest. One of yeah, the finest. a solid drummer. You know, you're familiar with him, bass culture and all, and Detour Posse. Um, and and currently he's uh, he's playing uh, with Tribal Seeds, so mm -hmm. he's on he's on our album. Uh, who else? Uh, uh, Chris Brennan, Christopher Brennan. He's uh, he plays rhythm guitar with us and and, lead, and backup vocals. Uh, he plays with the Agri Lights and the Western Standard Time and several other bands uh, out of Los Angeles as well. Um, and uh, that's the core members. Um, and then uh, just many musicians that have sat in with mm -hmm. us uh, over the years. Right. Um, so yeah. out of fairness, uh, so that we don't get stoned to death <laughs> uh, after the pandemic is over. Um, okay. Mention some of your other bandmates, Ivy Beats and Allentons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I've got, after uh, all, they're still uh, your friends. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so Allentons, okay. Um, uh, currently, the Allentons are myself, uh, Noe Santana, one of my best friends, uh, uh, Chiquis Eddie Lasoya, uh, also one of my best friends. Uh, uh, Rudy Johnson on the drums, uh, Tommy Farias, uh, lead singer, piano, uh, Tony Hickey, uh, alto sax, uh, Donald Lewis on the tenor sax, and uh, Matt Matera on the trumpet. Uh, Matt is probably one of the newest members of the band. Uh, he's probably been with us only 10 years, maybe. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, that's that's the Allentons. That's the current band. Uh, but we've had several like drummers over the years on the albums. Uh, there's there's different uh, drummers. There's on uh, the first album of the Allentons. We have uh, Steve Harris on on the the drums. Uh, Leo Zambrana. Uh, I'm sorry, Lee Zambrana on the bass. Uh, Leo Alvarez on sax, uh, and a few others like I'm blanking out on. T uh, t uh, <clears throat> and then uh, uh, Alan Tabul, uh, also a great drummer who I'm currently working with now on a new project, uh, a band called the, the New Normal. It's a collaboration of, uh, I don't know, 30 different musicians from across the country. Uh, and it's play we're playing ska. We're back to the ska and Rocksteady and reggae. Yeah, but can't, it, can't it, get it, away from it. <laughs> no, no, it came back. And yeah, I'm thankful that yeah. Alan, and mm -hmm. yeah, he was a, a drummer. He's on the second uh, <clears throat> Allenton's album. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm happy that he contacted me and that we're mm -hmm. actually collaborating after many years of not uh, playing music together. So it, mm -hmm. uh, check out the new normal collaboration. Go to Bandcamp and you can check that out. Um, um, and you can probably even check out Allenton's stuff up there as well. Um, Irie Beats. Uh, Irie Beats uh, was uh, also members of the Allentons. Uh, we have Noe Santana, um, uh, who played rhythm guitar. Uh, Eddie Lasoya playing bass. Uh, prior to Eddie, uh, we had uh, Tom Ochoa, Norm. Uh, he he went on to play with the, the Bullets. Um, and currently playing with uh, with Malik Moore, who is also an Irie Beat. Um, they they have a band called uh, the Freak Tones. Uh, so they're doing stuff. Um, uh, John Solis on the drums. Uh, also <laughs> several drummers. Uh, we had Jason Castillo on drums. Um, and... Uh, also, Luis Rivera on, on guitar, uh, Edmundo Magallon on, on, on keys. I, you know, I always referred to Irie Beats as a, a, the Irie Beats School of Music because we just had so many students, right? Yeah, they, yeah they, they would learn and, and they would get good and then they, they would move mm -hmm. on and start their own band. It's like, you, you're leaving? <laughs> I, you know, you know, and, uh, you know, it, it's crazy because with, through Irie Beats, we had, uh, we also had John Asher on, uh, that played drums. And so now John Asher and Cheekies are, are in the Expanders, which are also an amazing band, uh, that touring band around the country, excellent reggae music. Um, so they, they started that, uh, Noe and Tom and Malik have the freak tone. So they're doing their thing, uh, myself doing a rise Roots, So. Out of that one one little band, you know, we've had all these uh, spin-off bands, and we're all still doing our thing, reggae mm -hmm. and ska, you know. Yes, indeed. I wanted yeah. to ask you about Louis. Uh, Irie Beats and yeah. Allentons work extensively with him. Yeah, still. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, still. All right. Well, tell us about that working relationship. Uh, Louis Correa. Um, mm -hmm. uh, the, he was the founder of uh, Steady Beat Recordings. Uh, and he pretty much put out everything that the Allentons ever did. And some amazing, uh, like, I, they're like documentary recordings, you know, because they document a certain time in Los Angeles ska history, you know, literally. Uh, you know, they have the Scott Authentic and uh, 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 the Blackpool's compilations. Those, those live recordings, it just makes you feel like you were actually at those concerts at that time, you know. I want them to remaster those recordings and just make those recordings sound like high def, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, but, but yeah, Lewis just was a crucial part of Los Angeles ska scene and, and, and just bringing it to the public, throwing on some of the biggest shows and, and 
uh, some of the most funnest shows. I mean, I would come home so sore, waking up, wake up so sore the next morning from dancing so much, <laughs> you know? Um, so yeah, Lewis, Lewis is uh, still out there putting out music. Um, he's kind of revamped his, his label a little bit and now he's, he's doing, uh, sh uh, recording more like cumbia, uh, uh, cumbia music out of LA. Uh, he's doing kind of what he did with the ska scene back then. Mm -hmm. kind of do, doing it with the cumbia scene here in Los Angeles and kind of bringing that out and bringing out young musicians and and uh, new bands that play cumbias and stuff. Um, uh, I recently recorded uh, a few singles for 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 Lewis, so we, we just put out a few singles here. Let me let me plug shamelessly. Uh, oh, oh no, go ahead. Yeah, sh shameless plug. Uh, check out the the uh, King Steady Beat and the Royal Palms. There I am, a little cartoon Robert. Right there, so. <laughs> so that, that's that's a little that's a cumbia right. track this one mm -hmm. just came out on, on steady b so lewis is still doing this and uh, i would yeah i guess uh, because he's not doing ska rock steady and reggae yeah, I yeah but uh, exposed to these new recordings yeah yeah so yeah I, I, gotta, I gotta send you this stuff junior i don't know yeah. why i haven't haven't you know and and you know i i, I think i grabbed everything i got like these old uh, Irie Beats uh, 45s here. They were put out by Moondust, which uh, my, my dear friend, uh, Jason Lawless Sorota, uh, rest in peace, you know, it's yes. gonna be almost a year since we lost him in yeah. January. A sad loss. Uh, oh man, I, I, get, I'm, I'm, I feel like I get emotional when I talk about my buddy, I, I miss him. Uh, you know, uh, Jason, the year before he passed, like he, he, he was our, uh, he became our uh, Arise Roots tour manager for, for a tour. So. I got to spend like a month in a van with him and we caught up and we just had great times. And I, it's just, it, it's just a huge shock to lose, to lose him. But uh, yeah, I'm glad he put this out for us. He put this Irie beats out and um, yeah. And uh, so I want to take on. you back now to um, Arise Roots yes, and sir. that selection that I would refer to as selection of Titanic proportion with Capleton. Tell yeah, us about man. that project. Jeez, that, Man, that's, uh, I mean, when the introduction with Capitan just breaking. Yeah, I mean, but go that, ahead, take it. That was, uh, it was kind of unexpected. We didn't think he would even go for it. You know, our, our, our lead singer kind of did like a cold call and just called his management and said, Hey, we'd like to see if uh, Capitan's interested. And she's like, Yeah, man, let's see. You know, we, we, we want to hear it. You know, yeah, yeah, man, we want to hear it. And, you know, it was his manager at the time. Um, and, so was the uh, call we, made to Jamaica? Yes, sir. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And, uh, and uh, we sent the track over. Capleton liked it. And next thing you know, he sends us back a recording. We thought he was just going to give us like four bars of, you know, you know, King of Fire, Red Eye. And we were happy with that, you know. We were happy <laughs> with that. But no, he gave us some monster verses. And... Uh, we were like, man, we didn't need all this, but let's put it all in there and let's just, and, and, and we got Rootsman Town out of that. And that's still unbelievable. And 5 million streams on YouTube later. What? Yes, sir, man. Yeah. Yeah. Holy so shit. we can see that. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah. FCC isn't listening, are they? You know? No, good. Yeah. Let them stay there. <laughs> Five um, million. Yeah, so that has been uh, just just watching that that just watching that stream and seeing all the new comments. Even now, you know, people around the world, and 
So I did want to mention this earlier, like with the rice roots, I, I personally never want to be called the Cali reggae. I, we're, we're reggae for the world, international yeah. reggae. Mm -hmm. we're for, you know, I, uh, for the last 25 years, I've, I've played music dreaming to be heard around the world. Not necessarily be tour mm -hmm. around the world. I don't need to be in this country and that can, I can be home, but I want the music to be heard. You know, that, the, the, the music will live on way beyond myself, mm -hmm. you know? So I just wanted to reach the world. And I feel like beginning with that song, we did, you know? And, mm -hmm. and I feel because of that too, it got us a lot of respect in Jamaica. And now we're like, okay, just what I've dreamed about, you know, I want to be respected by the Jamaicans because I'm grateful for the, what, what Jamaica has done by giving us this music. And, uh, and I, I, I just want them to acknowledge that, that they, they appreciate what, what we're putting out, you know, and, uh, and it's just awesome when, when we get comments like what, what I tell you to be heard on radio station in Jamaica is not an easy feat. No, sir. It, man. It's, trust uh, me in that one. Yeah. Trust me in that one. Uh -huh. and, let me tell you one thing. The, um, just last week, uh, we, we, they started playing us on, uh, on one of the biggest stations in Africa, uh, um, Vibes, uh, in Kenya. And, uh, and according to, the, to the, them over there, the, the, the country is falling in love with us. So just to be there now, you go, right? <laughs> Africa, man. We, we, we know go, what's coming next. The tour yes, coming. sir. Oh, I can't so wait to so get if that this. formula works so exceptionally well, what's so brilliant and dynamic, why not more recordings? Maybe not necessarily combination with um with Caperton, but how about other artists in Jamaica? Oh, uh, is, yeah, definitely. Have you guys ruled out the possibility? Are you still open? So, so we just uh, on our new album, we we do a collab with uh with uh, uh Loot and Fire, uh Loot and Fire solid, solid. You know, I rank them up there with Sizzla. You know, and 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 that 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 um. Uh, reggae royalty you know um uh so we've done that we had uh, turbulence turbulence is from jamaica living in france right now um he's a younger artist uh and just uh just i guess i, I don't use this word too often but he's wicked you know <laughs> uh, um so it's yeah. a reggae word so practically yeah, everyone man. listening to you right yes so yeah that word when the way she yeah. was wicked yeah I, just, I, 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 I don't i don't like to be fake in jamaican you know <laughs> I, I don't know about fake in jamaica <laughs> but yeah in jamaica so, we don't say this so that's that's an american term or yeah foreign term jamaica no one would say you're faking it yeah because everything is fake yeah <laughs> yeah man right no but really and truly man congratulations on that project you know i practically said that for the last five million views that's yeah yeah, yeah. And so why aren't you guys pushing um the two the same the combinations that you have now oh we do we do we have videos oh. we have uh plenty of music videos up uh on youtube um just go to arise roots tv and you can see all of our videos. Uh, we have, uh, there's some videos that have million streams, uh, some that have five, three, 500,000. It's, uh, it's, it's just amazing the feedback that we're getting from old fans, new fans, uh, future fans. It's, it's just, um, I'm, I'm grateful that. Uh, so the, the two combinations you have, repeat, uh, repeat yeah. who they are uh, again. So, Loot and uh, Fire. Loot and Fire. No, the more and, correct. Not, we know, yeah. keep the tunnel ready. So the other yeah. two. More so uh, on the new album, on the new album, there's a song called Lions in the Jungle. And mm -hmm. on that track, we feature those three art. We feature three artists. Uh, Natalie Rise. She's out of mm -hmm. Australia. She's a young, yes, young, familiar young with artist. Her. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, 
and Natalie's on there. Uh, Turbulence is on that one, and uh, Luton Fire. Those three artists are on that track. Um, and then we have a, a, another track called Come and Get It, where it's a collab with a modern reggae artist, uh, American artist uh, out of California. Uh, we got the singer for uh, Slightly Stupid, uh, Kyle McDonald, um, and also um, Eric Rachmani from Revolution. They collabed on that. So that's another collaboration. We don't have a video for that one. But yeah, you can check out all of our videos on uh, Arise Roots TV. Please go check them out and uh, share them with your friends and... I had no idea these records existed. Well, <laughs> Come on. It, you, 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 you got to call me more often, Junior. <laughs> well, uh, congratulations. So when was, uh, when was the album released? The one you're uh, talking about. The Pathways was released uh, June 19th of this year. Uh, yeah, just came out this year. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so unfortunately, because of this pandemic, we haven't had a chance to go hit the road because right. nor normally we'd, we'd be on the road. We'd be touring, and, uh, and at this time of the year, we'd be home, and I would play my yearly gig with the Allentons. That's not happening. Uh, so, yeah, uh, this COVID-19 has casted a spell on this country, unfortunately. Yeah, there's a good side to it, though. A lot of people have lost their loved ones and their families and their friends. Extremely for All of us have suffered yeah. and are still suffering and will continue to suffer yeah yeah uh, but i guess the good there's good good to it i'm not sure exactly what it is i can't pinpoint yeah. it <laughs> i know what it is I, I i get to be home with my family yeah and, you know, kind and, of slow down the world you know i know yeah, some people yeah. thought they were spinning the world and it was it was yeah. non-stop it was getting you know stressful. what i mean yes yeah. you know sometimes then, people you know, need mother nature said no i'm in charge we had to be forced into a break you know yes. like relax and what a break know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what a and ho hopefully mm -hmm. it's not too much longer. You know, mm -hmm. hopefully it's not too much longer. Yeah. Right. You know, Judas. I wanted to ask you about the project uh, you work with, Judas yeah. Iskander Tafari. Right? Um, yes. To Rest our peace, sadness, brother. I know we regret he ran off with, um, you know, join his ancestors. <sighs> but tell yeah. us a little bit about that project. I think it was with Rigen Records. Yes, sir. Yeah, Rigen. Uh, again, Rigen. good friend there, Adrian. And, yeah, uh, Paul. Paul good, Martin. Yeah, there you go. Right. So tell us Paul. about that project. So um, uh, we put out album. Uh, <laughs> um, we put out an album uh, uh, late last year. We put it out, um, and I'll grab that. I know I have it somewhere. Boom, and it's right there. Right. Have I, got, I have to give you a man. You organize that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm shamelessly plugging. <laughs> no, no, man, trust me. So, no, yeah. I, asked, I introduce. I asked you to. You're invited yeah. to. Use so, the opportunity, right? Yes, Julius sir. Julius Ganetafari. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. On Raijin Records, um, <laughs> and that's a label uh, run by uh, Paul Martin. Adrian Villalobos has yes. a lot to do with it too. Uh, oh yes, um, I think they're partners. Yes, sir. And uh, the the band uh, the band is members from uh, I don't know if you if you may remember uh, they were from Santa Barbara. Dynamic Pressure, uh, Sand Dollars. They yes members mm -hmm. uh, 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 Zach Pike and Dan mm -hmm. Bower. Um, they were in that band, and they're part of Rigen Records. Uh, also, Jason Castillo, um, who, who played with Irie Beats and uh, um, the, the Vessels out of Los Angeles. Uh, uh, Jay Bonner uh, on the bass. Uh, he plays he plays bass on all these Rigen Records uh, recordings. Um, and uh, who else? Who else? Uh, I think they have a couple horn guests. Uh, and myself, I'm in, I'm in the band as well. And so um, about once a year uh, prior to this, we, we get together and record. Um, so usually we do singles and, and, and we record. 
And uh, this last time, uh, I presented a few songs that I had written, a few rhythms, and uh, and they had me go in, and we we got together and we recorded these songs. And uh, uh, later, when you on, say go in, what do you mean? Oh, we, we hit hit the studio. We went into King mm-hmm. King Size uh, Studios over in Eagle mm-hmm. Rock, and mm-hmm. uh, and then owned by there, someone that we know. Uh, no, no, uh, but okay. uh, um, that studio is actually where Arise Roots recorded our album Moving Forward, uh, and that was engineered by Brian Dixon, oh. who's a staple of Los Angeles as well. Oh, yes, you know, mm-hmm. Agrilite and and just an amazing engineer, and he mm-hmm. actually he engineered uh, the uh, Arise Roots first record Moving Forward, um, and uh, so we, with the Rijan Records, we recorded in that same studio. Uh, different, different engineer, uh, Richard Robinson, uh, Rick, uh, engineered that. Um, and yeah, after we recorded, um, uh, Judah came in and, and laid down, he wrote his lyrics and, and laid down his lyrics. Um, uh, and, um, and, um, uh, so out of that came out this a- album right here, the long suffering by yes. Judah, Judah Stender. Um, I'm, I and, really have to really have to thank those guys for putting this album out because I think if I'm not mistaken, it's perhaps his last album before he took off. Uh, to I, think, I, think it, right? I think it's his last album. Yes, I know. Yeah, I know. Out, Tom I, from the Dub Club had some recordings. I'm not yes. sure if it's a full length album. Yeah, he put out some stuff. I don't know if it's reggae. I think it's more acoustic stuff like mm-hmm. that. And it's I mean the stuff that I heard from that session. Oh man, I, I I'm I it just it, it, were you it, part uh, of that session? Uh, no, I wasn't. I wasn't part of that session, but I, I heard some of the session and uh, and the recordings. I, I just I can hear it, um, in Judah's voice. I hear him singing out from his heart, and yes. it, it's it's mm-hmm. uh, it, it's I second re- that I heard it's, some of those. It's yes. really it's really mm-hmm. moving, and You're I, not I, I not hear kidding. it, and it hurts mm-hmm. to hear it. You know, you think um, he may have uh, seen his own demise? Uh, you know, it, it kind of felt like it kind of. I mean, from the outside looking, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I felt like it came fast, you know, like mm-hmm. it was not like it wasn't expected, you know, because um, uh, I found out in January and by February he was already, uh, you know, we, he had transitioned. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know what he was feeling when he was recording that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, out of fairness, I also want to talk about your work with, I think, Jeff Fate. Did you work oh, with Jafet? Yeah, band? yeah, all yeah. right. Jafet, uh, Jafet, and the Royal Lineage. Uh, yes. Yeah, that band uh, had myself, um, uh, Noe Santana from the Irie Beats, and uh, Jason Castillo, also Irie Beat, uh, Roger Rever- Rivas on the keys, um, uh, Chiquis, Eddie Lasoya on the bass, and Jafet. And uh, wow, that, I, I, I think... I learned a lot about like the reggae standards, you know, the standard rhythms. Um, uh, that's where I, I, I just, I, I had to learn all those songs, you know, cause Faithy loves singing over rhythms, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I met Faith at a Scatterlight show. It was Irie Beats opening up for the Scatterlights at the BB Kings at the Universal City Walk. And, uh, and Ja Faith and Jay Bonner were upstairs in, uh, on, on the third floor DJing and uh and i remember we cheekies and i heard his voice and uh and we met him and from there uh from there like we exchanged phone numbers and next thing you know next couple of weeks later we're jamming out and yeah and we did plenty of music 
Robert, yeah, everyone good. wants your phone number. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> with your with your skill and the level that you the level star playing okay. that you bring to the table. You know? Now I have to practice, Junior. Now I have to practice. Oh, that's the whole <laughs> idea, though. I mean, yeah, I keep on practicing. I want I, to touch about a little bit about Black Lives Matter. I know you've been active on um, social media. You know, yeah. putting forth your views. A lot of yeah. times, I make sure I make it my point of duty to second uh, some of the things that you've said. Yes, How sir. were you affected by the the, um, the movement? I mean, I mean, myself. I'm 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 a I'm a Latino. You know, and growing up in in my area. In the nineties it was it was rough it was uh, i would say infested with gangs you know mm -hmm. and uh and uh, uh not necessarily I, I i would get i would get profiled as a kid even out there you know and you know i, I i'm not i'm not black but uh i still understood and felt i i understood what profiling felt like you know <laughs> and 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 uh, I thankfully I never got it to the extreme as others have gotten it, where they've gotten shot in the back, murdered over it. You know, I've gotten tossed, thrown on the ground. You know, by you know a two hundred pound police officer picking up a hundred pound kid and slamming him to the ground. I mean that that's painful. You know, um, and I will never forget those those times. But that was also my fault. I was being a punk. You know, doing whatever I I did. You know, but uh, you know. Um, I just I, I felt I felt like my connection there was like I, I understand what you're going through and no one should have to go through this to the point where you're f murdered for it you know no no one should have to suffer that no one should have to suffer losing their child father uncle cousin brother whatever all because a, a police officer uh, could not uh, contain their 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 anger you know and. Uh, didn't know how to how to think it out prior to to the consequence or or the end end result, um, so yeah, I, I I felt that's where I felt my connection. You know, mm. as a kid, as a kid, I was I do remember the the brutality of police officers because myself I may have not suffered it as as much as other friends of mine because I did have friends that got shot in the back and murdered as children. You know, mm. seventeen years old running away from a cop, getting shot, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, they're running away from a cop, but, you know, I still didn't think that they had to be murdered for mm -hmm. running away, you know. And that's where I draw the line of demarcation between mm -hmm. what you're doing, your band, and some of the Calibans. They've never mm -hmm. taken a significant stand. Yeah. Even though they have used and used and benefited from yeah. our music. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Once. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, I guess uh, they're waiting until after the pandemic they come up with songs about. I hope know, so. Yeah. I, I, I mean, no, that would never happen. They won't take a stand. You know, yeah, smoke yeah. weed and down by the ocean. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's all sun. It's all sunshine. Welcome. Sunshine and ganja. Yes. Sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But but yeah, they don't understand that that that, that reggae music is has always been a political music. You know, it's uh, always been a music about social injustice and 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 uh, uh right and wrong and 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 it, it does talk they do talk about government and and brutality um uh the, you know um just there's there's it, it's a deeper there's a deeper meaning to the music than just smoking ganja yes yes peter tosh put out legalize it and but even that song is a super conscious song and bringing awareness, 
And yeah, Peter Tosh was a revolutionary. He Absolutely. His own words. Yes, sir. And he yeah. was no musician. He would be in South Africa fighting. Yeah. And, so, yeah. and the thing yeah. is, I think, you know, some bands need to practice what they preach or preach what they're practicing. Um, and also, uh, this is kind of jumping jumping over uh, to another subject, but like I think a lot of our, um, newer artists, uh, newer reggae bands, they also need to give props to the legends that they, they've uh, been influenced by. Whether they're using their mm -hmm. songs or not, or, but they just need to but bring that we're up. we're not a people who give, yeah, I guess, I, props though. If you look yeah. at America, we, we take the land from the Native Americans, from the Atlantic to the Pacific, from the yes. Sun Belt to the Snow Belt, across mm -hmm. the Midwest. Right. And we have not acknowledged Native Americans, even no. their existence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. It's been they've been trying to erase that. Expect, how do you expect uh, the musicians to thank someone in Jamaica who they can't even see? When well, we I, don't even talk Native Americans here. Where every step we make, we walk on the yeah. blood and the bones of Native Americans. Correct. Yeah. So how can you stay here and thank someone so far? And Native Americans are catching so much hell here. And we, don't yeah. talk, we don't even yeah. acknowledge them. You have to yeah. acknowledge, then you thank. Yep. Uh, they, they don't acknowledge that the, the Native Americans were put through a similar situation that this country is going through right now, where a disease was brought in and killed hundreds and thousands of people here. Um, you know, there's no acknowledgement of, of that. Like, hey, this is what happened, uh, you know, a couple centuries ago, you know. Uh, but I think... I think what I can do as as a musician and being in a band like Arise Roots that's you know has has a voice uh, is is be an example and uh, and 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 try and raise awareness and and acknowledge um, you know acknowledge like if we do use a, a rhythm of an older artist or even a melody or a, a vocal line a lick or whatever acknowledge that somewhere somewhere down the line it has to be acknowledged it can't just be left alone you know. Um, and so uh, I'll lead by example. Yes, sir. You know, uh, we're nearing our destination. But here's yeah. a question I wanted to ask you. What mm -hmm. you haven't done, what would you like to do? Uh, what are some of the, uh, your career highlights? What you haven't done, what are some of the highlights? And what would you like to do in the future is a three-part question, mm -hmm. you know. Okay. But I noticed that you have a fantastic memory. <laughs> so that's uh, why I throw on three uh, two in one. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I tried not to drink too much alcohol prior to this interview so I can have my memory. So, okay. Well, phrase that again. So my, my highlights, my... Yeah, highlights of your career. Uh, highlights of my career. I mean, every yeah, and time... So make it two, two part then. What would you like to do in the future? Okay. You and okay. your group. Not necessarily you as individual, but with yeah. Arise Roots. Yeah, yeah. So the highlights uh, and what are some of the things that you'd like to do so, when the, the country or the world is open? So my individual highlights uh, uh, are I've always been just backing up an artist, um, sitting in my room, garage, or wherever it is, my studio, and learning learning those songs and just anticipating uh, the, the the first rehearsal with that with that artist, that legend. Like I'm about to go and meet Phyllis Dillon. Remember remember when you guys brought Phyllis Dillon out? <laughs> I uh, remember, of course. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I got to learn all those songs and, and rehearse them. And then she came to the rehearsal and it's like, oh, this is Phyllis Dillon. And like, you know, I'm like a little like, oh, my God. You know, it's like uh, so, uh, that, that feeling. Um, th those are my highlights. Always backing up a legend and, 
I, unfortunately, I haven't had the chance to, to do that as much lately just because I'm, I've been focused on our rise roots. And, um, but yeah, backing up uh, Phyllis Dillon, I'm fortunate to even be able to say that I was able to back up because not many people could say that anymore. Um, right. uh, and uh, again, going back to Rico, when you guys brought Rico and I got to play with his backup band several times, jeez, just being behind, just watching him from behind, I'm like, you can see that smile, I'm giddy. I'm like, you know, I, it's just, those are my highlights. Um, um, and, you know, I know this is a, maybe a little minute, minute thing, but like for me earlier on in my starting play music, I was always like, I can't wait to put one CD out. Okay, I can't wait to put my first CD out. That was a highlight when I put, when the Allentons put out their first CD. Um, uh, and my next highlight was like, I can't wait to play the House of Blues for the first time. Played the House of Blues Hollywood a hundred times after that, you know, and uh, those were highlights. Those are like, those are accomplishments for myself. And every album that I put out is as a highlight. Um, um, and then shooting over to Arise Roots, you know, what I want us to do is continue putting out quality music. Uh, I, I want us to keep our integrity. But I also want, I want our fans to, to, to roll with us and, and enjoy us and kind of just not like when they hear us put something out that new that maybe may not be their flavor, but I hope they can, they can still enjoy it and, and, and still, still listen to us further along, you know, no matter what we're doing. So um, I'm not saying that we're going to change or anything like that, but like I, 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 I want Arise Roots to keep growing. I want Arise Roots to... Eventually, you know, after this is over, I do, I think I'm ready for us to, to hit the world and, and, and play different countries. And, and you know, I, I'm seeing like, you know, we're getting lots of fans out of Brazil, out of, uh, out of uh, now in Africa, you know, the UK, Europe, uh, Indonesia. And it's just amazing to know that there's people out there around the world that are, that are intrigued by us. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that, for Arise Roots, I just want us to keep it, keep it up and, and, and just keep on doing what we're doing and, and get along and, and grow and stay brothers. But I, I'm surprised you didn't mention playing at the Hollywood Bowl, one of the most elegant scale uh, uh, venues, in, yeah. not, if not in the United States, I, certainly in the Western United States. Well, you guys are welcome, I mean, <laughs> to, you guys are welcome to get uh, Arise you, Roots on the next one, please. No, but you, what, did you back, it. didn't you back, um, didn't you back? I, I didn't. I did not get to back that up. Oh, uh, you know, yeah, you know uh, what opportunity to miss. Yeah, opportunity was missed. I, I would have done it, but I guess uh, the band leader uh, for Keith and Tex kind of turned down the gig, not knowing that Hollywood Bowl was coming up. <laughs> ah, oh, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and that was that was a big old like uh, stab oh, in the gut, like oh, oh you know. Yay. So next one, Junior. Right. So any 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 uh, final closing thoughts? Um, closing thoughts, uh, everybody, you know, when you, if you're into like the modern reggae, uh, dig backwards, go back in time, go all the way to the sixties, check out studio one, treasure aisle, uh, go into, you know, channel one studios and, and start digging around and finding and discovering the legends of, of uh, and the founding fathers of reggae music, go to Jamaica as often as possible through the music. Uh, and, uh, um, just, uh, just continue supporting, you know, the music, um, when there are shows, if there's a Scott show out there, please go support 
you know, that's the only way that these, these scenes can thrive with your support, you know, pay your five, 10, 15, 20 bucks to get into the show. But it's just, this is the way we can keep, keep the music alive and going. And if you're, if you're learning the music, uh, just to study, study, listen and, 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 and get the feel of the music and, and, uh, put a good band together and continue putting this music out. Don't let it die out. History, uh, you know, we don't want it to be only history. We want it to be present and future. So we want ska, uh, ska music and Jamaican music to just live on forever. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Let me reintroduce my producer or the producer, friend yes. for life, friend yes. for over two decades. Wow. Without whom I wouldn't be here in California. I would have been gone a long time. Eric Kohler. Uh, Eric. Eric. He can hide but so much. <laughs> yeah. You don't have COVID beer. Where's your COVID beer? <laughs> can, you, can you do the introduction? Just remind the list what, viewers who we saw. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't know how much they can hear me. Oh, okay. You can't wear mine. Here. Yeah. We'll do this. Yeah, watch your switch. We're going to switch here real quick. Mm. Switch here. Mm. There you We're go. Do this live. All right, Robert. Yes, sir. Uh, you know what? This has been a boring interview. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Sorry, <laughs> I love it. Sorry. No, I love. Uh, I love the personal touch. I love your stories and and your enthusiasm, and most of all, your show and tell. Great, uh. <laughs> great items, buddy. No, <laughs> thank th th you. Thanks for doing this, and and Junior, thank you for uh, as well for 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 being the host of these five, and also for. Uh, uh, the Grand Museum, uh, you know, part one and part two. But um, uh, yeah, so Robert, we want to thank you so much. And then we also want to talk about our next uh, episode, which is going to be on Friday, December 4th. Uh, we're going to have, um, uh, she's, a, she's an author. She's written different uh, ska books and books on Jamaican music. And she was also a writer for the uh, Pick It Up uh, 90s documentary uh, about ska scene. And that's Heather Augustin. Uh, she's also a professor of English composition at Purdue nice. University Northwest. So we have Heather joining in uh, two weeks. And then uh, kind of as a Christmas present to myself, selfishly, but also to, uh, to all you fans out there, we're going to actually have a second uh, interview. And I have the pleasure and honor and joy uh, just in time for the holidays of sitting down and interviewing none other than this man right here. Yay. Junior Francis. <laughs> yes. Junior. Yes. So uh, we're going to sit down and talk, and I'm going to interview Junior, turn the tables. Uh, hold since, on. Uh, I got one thing. I got one yes. thing. Yes. One, one thing. Look at, look at. I got a friend here. This is Wally. <laughs> Wally What's Carl. Happening? Wally yes. Carl. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Wally, he's great a, to see you. He, he, he is history of L.A. Scott right there, Mob Town right there. And you know what? Angel I, City I, Records. And you know what? You learn something uh, every day, as they say. I had no idea that, that, that you met outside of the Rumpus Room in Downey. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. I, I had no what idea a, that that was, that was uh, part of the formation of, of the Yeah, Allentons. the Allentons. Yep, yep. Had, outside, after knew, all that coffee. Who knew? Who knew? Yeah, yeah. No, that's amazing. Well, Robert, uh, thank you so much for, uh, for being a part of this and for all you've done for, for the music and the scene. Oh, Congratulations you. to you. you. You deserve everything, uh, all the accolades wow. and everything that you're, you're achieving, um, you know, awesome. just, just such, you. A, such a great guy. And uh, Junior, thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Junior. I, I think thank it says you guys. end here. We have, we have to, I think time is against us. It says end. All right. Mm -hmm. We're going to say we goodbye. Hey, thank you. Every, yes. Yours. Yes. Thank you, everyone, Thanks for, for watching. Thanks, Rob, and your family.
Absolutely. Peace and love, guys. Robert, stay safe Thanks. and much love. Thanks, yes, everyone. Sir. Much love. Peace, All guys. All right, take, take care. care.